Thanks for tuning into the ES First podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So take a minute to hop on over and give us a like or a follow. And of course, if you're ever in Excelsior Springs, stop on by. We can't wait to welcome you home. It is a assured real reliance on the fact that he is the risen Savior. Amen. First fruits of being raised from the dead, and he is the Word of God. We trust in the Word with all of our heart and lean not unto our own understandings because these scriptures are going to teach you some things that might be a little bit different than what your flesh might want to do or the way that you might think. And so someone said trust is the cornerstone of every great business and it's the cornerstone of every meaningful relationship and it is the most valuable asset and the most precious resource of all. Isn't it wonderful? You, you, you have somebody you trust in? Huh? Do you have some things that you trust in? Do you have a God that you trust in? Come on, get with me a little bit this morning. You have a God that you trust in? Do you have a Jesus risen Savior that you trust in? Do you have the Word of God that you trust in? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understandings. In other words, as you look into him, you're going to learn some things that you might not have known before. And one of our uh, very, in fact, it's the, our very first tenets of faith in the Assemblies of God. It's called the uh, Fundamental Truths. There are 16 tenets of faith in the, in the uh, Fundamental Truth. And the very first one, the very first fundamental truth of our, of our belief is that the Scriptures are verbally inspired of God. And they are the revelation of who God is to man. The infallible, authoritative rule of faith and conduct. You can trust in the Scriptures. You can trust in the Lord with all your heart and soul and strength. And then it follows up with a couple of scriptures, 2 Timothy 3.15, that from a child you have known the Holy Scriptures, learned it in children's church, learned it in Sunday school, learned it at home, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Do you know we need to be wise unto salvation? How can you be wise unto salvation? Well, the Scriptures can make you wise unto salvation. Because salvation in the Greek is S-O-Z-O, sozo, the sozo of the Lord. In other words, it's, you, you don't just get saved from hell to go to heaven, but you get saved from issues. You get saved from enemies that come against you. You get saved from thought patterns that try to destroy you. You get saved from the enemy that tries to come in like a flood. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, the Scriptures, will raise up a standard against the enemy. It will keep it out of your household and out of your life. From the childhood you've known these Scriptures, are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ. In other words, you're not just a, a, a blob going through life. You have wisdom on what step to take next. You have wisdom on what to say. You have wisdom on how to say it and how to do it, where to go, and how you should conduct yourself. They will make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in 
Christ Jesus, the risen Savior, and also the written Word of God. And also, our attendance of faith is 1 Thessalonians 2.13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the Word of God, which you heard from us, you received it not as just the Word of men, but as it is in truth, it is the Word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe or that use it or apply it. Hello, the Bible talks a lot about trust and it says things like in 2 Peter 1.21, for the prophecy, the word, came not in old time by the will of men, the writings of the scripture, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost to write the written word of God. Now, I want to tell you something about Jesus is the risen Savior. He sits at the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for the saints. He's there praying for you 24-7. Isn't that also? Aren't you glad Jesus is praying for you and bringing your case before the Lord, before the Father, God? And uh, not only uh, the Word as the uh, risen Savior, but the Word as the written Word, the Logos, and the rhema, it says in the Greek, the written word and the risen Savior. If you, everyone, does everybody have a Bible? Does anybody have one? Is it on your phone? Is it on your uh, whatever it is? Uh, what do they call those little laptop things? Little pad, iPads, all that stuff. Don't you just love the scriptures? Now, let me tell you something. This little book allows every person to be on the same level. Every person, doesn't matter who it is, as long as they put their faith, first of all, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died and, and risen on the third day, and he, he offers a place in heaven for you, which he offers as a free gift. Everyone that's given their life to Jesus, asked for forgiveness, the BFF, and decide to follow after him. Everyone that has come that far has the right to be equal with anyone else around you by using the word of God. The only thing that would make you unequal with me or somebody else or somebody else or somebody else is that you don't open this and you don't apply it and you don't study to show yourself approved unto God. But if you choose to do so, if you decide to make the living word and you trust in the Lord with all your heart, when lean not to your own understandings, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And when you take that to heart and when you do it religiously and on purpose, it makes you equal with everyone else in the body of Christ. You're eligible for equality. And so God can answer your prayer just like he does mine if you apply the word. God can support you just like he does somebody else if you apply the word. God can give you relationships and friendships and peace of mind and all those things just like he does everybody else if you apply the word of God. So say amen to that. Now, I preach this for the word of God is quick. Doesn't take long. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword dividing asunder the soul and the spirit and is the joints and the marrow. <clears throat> and it is a very discerner of the thoughts and the intents of your heart. The word of God 
has the searchlight that's able to look inside of you. And if you read it, say, how did God know that about me? And he says, this is how I fix it. Hello. So we all have that opportunity. <clears throat> Our entire Christian life has its very root in this thought. We should lay aside filthiness and we should lay aside the superfluity of naughtiness. <laughs> Don't be naughty. Be nice. And receive with meekness the engrafted or the applied word of God which is able to save your soul, James 1.21. And so my message today is about trust. So what do we trust in? Psalms 4.5 says, Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. What are the sacrifices of righteousness? It's the Christian things that you do. It's the worship that you bring. It's the money that you give to God. It's your love one for another. It's your love for the Lord. It's your commitment. It's your dedication. And so we're, uh, offer... All of that, the sacrifices of your righteousness and put your trust in the risen Lord and in the word of God, which is the Lord. This equals the Lordship. Now, not everyone that says Lord, Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But the Bible says it's they who do the word, the work, the will of God. And so applying this is one of the greatest tools that you have in your home, teaching your children how to memorize the Word of God. If you have a child, let's say this child is, oh, let's say roughly 10 years old. If you have a child that's 10 years old, I would say just as a general rule of thumb, your child should probably know at least 30 scriptures by heart. Train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he won't depart from it. If you have teenagers in your home, teenagers, by now you should know at least 50 scriptures by heart. Why is that important? Because when you memorize them, when you take the word of God, lean not under your own understanding, but all thy ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your paths. And uh, when you memorize him, hide him in your heart so that I might not sin against God. Now, if you don't train your children to know the word of God, if you're too lazy to get them in Sunday school, if you don't care if they come to children's church and all this junk, that's okay, that's fine. Step on your toes a little bit there. I don't care. But if you don't teach your children the word of God, then you're not raising them up in the fear and admonition of God. Hello. You're letting the school, you're letting the world system, you're letting their friends, you're letting peer pressure take over their life. But if you teach them the word of God, the risen Savior, the written word of God, it will keep them in the trials of this life. He said this, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Offer your sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. Psalms 511, don't let all those that put, but let all those that put their trust in the risen Savior and the written word of God rejoice. Are you rejoicing or is this junk of the world and all this stuff going around? Has it got you looking like a Missouri mule eating oats out of a stovepipe? 
Let those that put their trust in the Lord, they will have rejoicing. Let them shout for joy because the Lord is defending you. It doesn't make any difference what's going on in the world. It has no bearing over you. Psalms 9:10 And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee for thou Lord hast not forsaken them that seek thee Psalms 18:2 The Lord is my rock and is my fortress, the risen Lord, the, the, the Lord that sits at the right hand of the Father, the Jesus that walked on planet earth and the written word of God, the Logos, hello, is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. He's my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and I promise God I'll wipe the dust off it at least once every two months. Just a thought. Well, Psalms 20 and verse 7 says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of our Lord, the Lord our God. Psalms 31, 19 says, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in the Lord before the sons of men. John 1, 1 gives us an understanding of the Lord Jesus. And in this great practical explanation, Jesus is the word as I just said. And when we follow wholly after the word of God, we are following after him. Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, is going to enter the kingdom of heaven, but they that do the will of the Father. <clears throat> John 1.14 says this, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. We know that. Without him was not anything made that was made. I was sitting in my living room with Doug Gall here just uh, yesterday. He was doing some work in my house. And uh, I sat in there and I turned on the, I said, sit down and have a cup of coffee. Let's take a look at the uh, geographic, not geographic, but uh, what is that channel? Uh, Simple Simon. Yeah, that's it. That's close. Uh, Smithsonian Institute, and I, I was looking at this right here, and I had all these beautiful birds flying, the animals and the mountains, the hills, and this beautiful valley with all the water down there, and he said, I bet nobody's ever fished that right there, and I said, yeah, but isn't God great? Can you imagine what happened the day before day zero? Can you imagine the day before day zero? We know what happened on day one, day two, day three, four, five, six, and on the seventh day rested. We know all about that. But can you imagine what happened before day zero? How that God, Jesus, sat down and he planned how to make a radish, planned how to make one of those tomatoes that you brought somebody down there today, and I snitched two of them. Hello? Can you imagine how awesome that was when God put all that together? Well, guess, do you think that creation is awesome? If it does, stand up and clap your hands and say amen. If you think creation is awesome. Come on, let's give the Lord a hoot. Hoot, 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 hoot. You hoot owls. Let me tell you something. There's more dimension in this book than there is in all of his creation on planet Earth. There's more surprises. There's more bright things. There are more wonderful things in the word of God, the written word of God, than there is in all of creation. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. Do you put your confidence and your trust in this? That's my question for you today. You may be seated. Hoot, hoot, hoot. All things were made by him. Without him was nothing that made made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined. And in, in, uh, John, in uh, uh, 
John 1, verse 14, he says, and the word, the word was made flesh, baby Jesus, amen, and dwelt among us, walked in Jerusalem, and we beheld his glory. We saw him raise the dead, open up blind eyes and all those things, and we saw, we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, and so in understanding this thought, these scriptures begin to come alive and make a whole lot of sense. Jesus is the word, not just the risen Savior that we pray to, but he's the written word of God that we listen to. See, I don't know how to listen to God. Did you know you listen to God with your eyeballs? Just a thought. Jesus is the word. He's also, Jesus is the way. John 14, 6, he said, I am the way. I'm the risen Savior. I'm the word and word of God, and this is the way. This is the way. Walk you in it. This is the truth. There is life in this. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I hope you're getting the message. As we started, Brandon and I started preaching in the book of Romans, I got a hold of this thing about just applying the word of God, how easy it is to grow. So easy to grow in Christ. Your Christian walk can grow if you just put the scriptures in. One of my favorites, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God, my strength and my redeemer. That's the one thing I'm working on. Sometimes my words aren't all that pretty, and sometimes my thought life kind of goes the wrong direction. And so I apply the word of God, the written word of God, the risen Savior. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God, my strength and my redeemer. And when stuff slips out, when I hit my thumb with a hammer, I say, whoa, hold everything here. I'm not talking like that because I'm taking the scripture and I'm applying it. I will let the words of my mouth be acceptable to thy sight. And let me tell you something. Swear words are not acceptable to God. He don't like them. Okay, go ahead, swear. I don't care. Psalms 143, it says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning for in thee I put my trust. Cause me to know thy way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee, my mind, my will, my emotions. The scripture uh, definition of the way is the scripture is the way. Also, the way was the name of the early church in Jerusalem. They called the church, they didn't call it Assembly of God then, they call it the way of God, the way, I don't know. And in heaven, you'll find that there is a highway there. And away. So, for I have kept the ways of the Lord, Samuel said in 1 Kings, and it shall be if thou wilt hearken unto all that I command thee and will walk in my ways and keep my statutes and my commandments as David the servant did, that I will be with you and build thee a sure house as I built for David, and I will give it unto thee. David said, I have kept the ways of the Lord. Jeremiah commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, I'll be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk in my ways that I've commanded you. Deuteronomy says, You shall walk in the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded. Do you think it's important? It's in every book of the Bible. I think it's important. Thine ears shall hear a word behind thee say, This is the way, walk you in it. When you turn, do not turn to the right or to the left, walk in the scriptures. Second John 1 6, and this is the love that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that, as you've heard, in the beginning, you should walk in it. I, now, I want to get you into my scripture here for the day. I think I should have a sermon, don't you? And so here we go with Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6. Do we have it for the up here somewhere? Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. 
Call upon him while he's near. He's into me. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And instead of the briar or trouble shall come up the myrtle tree, blessing. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. You trust in the Lord, you apply this stuff, and it will keep producing over and over and over and over again. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Anybody need any pardon? Hmm, I do. For your thoughts are not my thoughts. Yeah, I see that. And uh, neither are your ways my ways. Yeah, I get that. Tithing? What the world are you talking about? 10%? Oh, my God. You mean every week? No, just once in a while. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, we know that, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven doesn't return thither, but waters the earth and makes it forth and bud like my lawn, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. And you shall go out with Ah, good idea. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with and the mountains and the hills, everything that is before you, the high places, the low places, the mountains, the hills, they'll break forth before you into singing and all the trees of the field or everything that you put your hand to do, every way you turn, every, everything your family tries to do, uh, the trees of the field will clap their hands and instead of the thorn shall come up a fir tree. In other words, you'll be blessed and you're coming in, you're going out, you're rising up, you're setting down, you'll be head and not the tail, you'll be above and not beneath. Hell, all your enemies that come in one way will flee before you seven and You'll be led into a whole complete new life. <laughs> what do you think of that? The mountains and the hills will lead the parade. Your situations will just blossom before you. Bursting with song, and the trees of the forest will join the procession. And so we'll go back to verse 12. Seek God while he's here to be found. I hope you take this home with you and you, you turn a leaf I hope you take one scripture at a time and apply it. Be changed in the image and the stature and the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the scriptures that you try to ignore, make those your first one. Make them the right ones. Seek God while he's here to be found. Pray to him while he's close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life. Whoops. Back up, honey, just a little bit. And the evil, their way of thinking, let them come back to God. Now. Punch it. Come back to God who's merciful like I'm not. Come back to our God who is lavish with forgiveness. I don't think the way you think, God says, the way you work isn't the way I work. That's God's decree. For as the sky soars high above the earth and so the way 
I work surpasses the way you work and the way I think is beyond the way you think. And just as the rain and the snow descend, <clears throat> descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. So you go out in joy. You'll be led into a whole and complete life. The mountains and the hills will lead the parade bursting with song and the trees of the forest will join the procession. Exuberant with applause, no more thistles, but giant sequoias. No more thorn bushes, but stately pines. Monuments to me, to God, living and lasting evidence of God. What this has to say, what this has to do, apply it to your life every day. Let your joy be full in Jesus' name. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Father, I thank you for the opportunity to worship together, make a lot of noise. It really it might sound a little weird and a little funny and all that, but God, you're the one that gives us the talent. You're the one that writes the songs. You're the ones that puts the joy in our heart. You're the one that does it all, Lord. All glory and honor and praise, it all belongs to you. And so today, I just pray that everyone, under the sound of my voice, will take a new advanced step toward Jesus, will take a new advanced step in their family, with their children, with their youth, with their spouse, with their significant other, with their best friends. And Lord, they'll move forward into growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and like our grandmothers and grandparents before them that every day fresh in the morning will be a new start in the Word of God applying it that we might become like you Lord and that we might uh, have the grace that you have given us that we might be the light that can shine in this dark world and we ask all these things in the wonderful name of Jesus and everyone said amen thank you